Friday afternoon, September 29, 5 o'clock. This time tomorrow, we will pretty much know the result of the big one, the AFL Grand Final. Collingwood versus Brisbane Lions. Uh, it's going to be a big one, that's for sure. Um, a rematch of the old days, of the, of the ages. So it's been 20 years since uh, since uh, this all went down. Uh, or just about to touch over, actually. So um, here we go. It's going to be a good chat, this one. Not a long one, but a good one. Um, here we go. Let's bring him on. Lovey, welcome back, mate. Here we go. How are we? Very good, mate. Um, another year, another year, another 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 September where you know I just sit back and go, oh, it's nice to be so objective and neutral. Yeah. It's just amazing. I have zero pressure, I have zero stress. Um, and make up shit to make myself interested, such as hopefully not having Collingwood win another premiership. But there we go. Here we are. Yeah, we are. It's. Um... Thanks to Dan for the day off for starters. It's his signature signature blow that he left us with. Um, just to tell kill. you what, there's a there's, there's a one hour podcast on that alone if we wanted to. But anyway, yeah, correct. Uh, just enough to kill some more businesses off. But uh, yeah, the day off, the day before, uh, the calm before the storm. Uh, Melbourne's actually going to be set alight tonight um, and tomorrow for this big game, no doubt. Collingwood versus the Brisbane Lions. Um, who would have thought? Uh, this was actually going to pan out this way. Uh, technically, the top two teams. So it should be no surprise to us. But at one stage, it wasn't looking that way. Uh, but Brisbane, to be fair, have got it done up in Brisbane. And Collingwood have done the job in Melbourne to be able to meet on the big stage in Melbourne. The question is, where to from here? It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I, I thought, um, back to your point about how we thought it might not have fallen this way in this final series, I, I, I agree with you. Even though Melbourne Collingwood played off in the first week, I thought even the loser of that game, they're, they're, they're going to be good enough to have to travel in the state once or, you know, they, they'll win their semi-final and travel in the state and get it done elsewhere. Um, obviously not the case. And it's because Brisbane, obviously, are a very good football team. And... Credit where credit's due. They've been up at the top four now for, I think it's three straight years, four straight years. So, you know, they've, um, well, I don't think the MCG will hold too many fears for them tomorrow. I think it's, um, I think it's all in their head if they allow it to get into their head. So we'll get into that a little bit more, no doubt. But um, yeah, look, calling your best team all year as well. Credit where it's due. Um, just, just a few signs in the last couple of weeks that, if I'm a Collingwood person, I'm just a little bit worried. So. Yeah, I think. Um, all right, let's let's touch on the worrying points. As a, let, let's go with Collingwood for now. All right, let's uh, assume that we're both on the wagon. Um, what are they? What are the biggest influencing factors from Brisbane that uh, Collingwood should be worried about? Uh, people people aren't really saying it, but I will. The heat. I think the heat tomorrow is a big factor. Um, Brisbane playing it more often. They've just gone through two weeks of 25-plus, so they've well acclimatised the particular conditions of, you know, peak afternoon of 2.30 tee-off, uh, tee 2.30 bounce. Um, uh, there's that factor a little bit. Um, I feel like Collingwood are taking in a few more players that are a bit more 
banged up than what Brisbane are. Brisbane are cherry right. They've done the right thing. If Payne's not fit, then he doesn't come in. That's terrible. But that's just that's just the that's the time of year and what it does. So you know, they're back in Leicester in. He played really well on a very good football last week in Kerno. So for me, um, they're probably the two key factors. It, it, Collingwood have taken blokes in that aren't as fit as what probably Brisbane are across the board. Um, the other concern I've got is so they've put Lipinski to the bench or well, they've subbed him. Yep. Yeah, he didn't yeah, have a great game. They didn't, he hasn't had a great final series. But in such weather like that, you need midfield depth. So the fact that they brought Ginevan on, who's only going to play forward half of the ground, um, and Frampton's only going to play forward ruck, they're going to try and stretch Brisbane. I get that. I think Leicester's the weak link down back, even though he had a good game. I, I perfectly understand that. But that means Dacos won't play back, so he's going to have to play forward mid. Um, so they're jigging a few things around, which I don't mind, but uh, they're starting to – they're almost – I feel like they're even talking about it, then it kind of feels like hole-plugging, particularly in the midfield. Yeah. Um, you've taken depth away with Lipinski, uh, and I, depth I just mean rotation, rest, yada, yada. Um, whereas you're coming up against, I think, the best midfield in the cop by a fair margin. So you're going to have to get that right. They're going to have to get the midfield right, break even in there. If they break even in there, I, I think they win the game, Collingwood. But um, <laughs> trying to do that with Neil McCluggage, um, Berry, Dunkley, list yep. goes on. Rayner when he goes in there. Their two wings can become on balls as well. Um, so it's that's the daunting area of the ground, I think, for Collingwood. I think, yeah. They're the key. They're the key concerns I've got for Collingwood. Yeah, look, as powerful as Brisbane's forwards are, uh, we know the damage that the Brisbane mids are going to do uh, and will do. So, uh, basically, if uh, you know if Collingwood can hold Brisbane's big forwards accountable, um, the issue is is how long can they hold the the storm from the midfielders? And you're right, the the wingers I reckon are going to have an impact um, definitely into this game. And then it's a case of at the other end, I'm a little bit more concerned about who's – tell me, a li- similar to the bit of the Melbourne story, um, who's kicking the goals for Collingwood? Um, who's the one that's really going to oh, be big and stand up? Look, I think bringing Ginevan on uh, kind of adds a bit of flavour to their, their avenues to goal. And if Dacos yeah. is going to play forward a bit more, mate, there, there's a goal. There's a goal or two, maybe. Uh, Ginevan yeah. will give you two goals. Uh, Benny Benny Hill will give you. I like calling him Benny Hill. Um, he if he's on, he's got three to four in him, um, yep. but he's minimum two. If my check and Cameron can kick five between them, um, and then and if the mids can chip in in between, the key the, the, the probably the key reason why Frampton's in is to shut down Harris Andrews. Now Harris Andrews is what Jake Lever is to Melbourne. So I think. Um, Oh, I'm not too concerned, actually, with the forward line. I, I, I kind of feel like it's just – that's why I say the midfield is the most critical part of that ground tomorrow because if Collingwood can break even and get enough football into the into the forward line, those forwards will get the job done. I have no doubt about that. I, I think yeah. they'll kick a score. Um, the only reason why Brisbane's forwards look so potent is because Brisbane's midfield gives them fucking silver surface, basically. So mm. – um, you, you stop it. You stop it being silver service, and it just looks like a McDonald's drive-through. All of a sudden, you're in the game. Um, you're right in the game. You're right in the thicket if you're Collingwood. So for me, 
I'm not that concerned about their forwards or defenders. That's the midfield. Yep. And uh, and you talk about first hands on the footy. That's going to be incredibly important uh, in the ruck tomorrow. And I think uh, Brisbane has that advantage. Uh, your thoughts on that? Yeah. Uh, look, Oscar's, Oscar's just become an absolute mint ruckman in the last two years, hasn't he? Um, yeah. I think they'll try and do him over with rotating rucks. So they've got three options they can just smash through and throughout the day. They're going to have to. Because mm. um, I don't think any of Frampton, Cox or Cameron are good enough to give first service on a regular basis. So they're going to have to just nullify him. Um, the problem with Oscar McInerney, and it was touched on last night, something I watched on uh, that uh, talking finals. And a really good pickup by Joel Selwood, in that if Oscar was his ruckman, he sometimes wishes he would just stop trying to grab it and then kick it and not using the talent underneath him. Um, I think Oscar just needs to be told, mate, you're there to tap the ball, that's it. Don't try and do anything else. Yep. Just put it down Lockie Neal's throat, everyone's happy. Put it down Jared Berry's throat, everyone's happy. Give it to the end of the space for McCluggies to run into, everyone will be happy. So yeah. as long as he doesn't... Um, as long as he doesn't try and piss fart around with the football himself, Oscar, I think um, Brisbane could be in for a pretty good day in the midfield. Yeah, it's an interesting point, actually, because I have noticed that with him. Uh, similar to Max Gorn in respect sometimes. Just tries to do that Max a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah. Max, does, Max does pick when he does it, though, um, and he very mm. much is in space when he goes to do it. Um, I think Oscar seems on. to be very random. Yeah, that's right. And, 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 and it's and an issue. The issue with the randomness... Uh, can be an advantage with the unpredictability, I guess, a little bit. <laughs> but in this case, um, you know, if uh, if Oscar doesn't know what Oscar's going to do, how's his uh, how's his uh, midfielder is going to do the same thing? Let well, alone Collingwood. So. I mean, all of a sudden, your midfielders are out of position. They've mm. gone to a certain position yep. based upon what they said they do at that particular stoppage, and then all of a sudden, Oscar goes, "Nah, I'm going to brain fart this. I'm just going to get. It. I'm going to try and dribble at twenty meters." Yeah, and you know what? That then plays into exactly what Colin would like to do, mm. and that's transition the footy. So that's yep. why I say Oscar's just got to just pack the brain away, just do as you're told, and you'll be all right. Yep. He's a Montrose boy too, local around here. So you know, our brains don't grow on trees too often through this part of the, this part of the uh, Victorian metropolitan area. And I think he's a prime example every now and again. But um, yeah, I, look, he is key. He's very important. Yep. Um, yeah, just a, an interesting sub this time. Ginevan obviously coming on, which which he thinks a big advantage. I'm a little bit concerned about how much Ginevan's actually played. I know there's been a couple of injuries when he has been sub, so he's been on early enough. The question is, is, is that enough footy? As you know, as a forward, you know, it's a lot about touch. Um, so you've got to be that regular. I know... I know these days they train enough to, to be – he's got enough touch of the footy, but it's a little bit different when the heat's on, especially in a big final. Um, I think Lipinski's a fantastic um, sub, given that he hasn't been in super form, but he's very much a, uh, a swing player that they can put in multiple positions. So I think he's a good option. Um, what's your thoughts yep. on, on the sub? I know you touched on Ginevan a little bit before, but the yeah, impact look. probably Lipinski can have. You know what? Look, it, it, probably the the, the bonus for Ginevan is if you're only going to get ten touches, mate, kick us three goals. 
you know, and for the rest of the day, put absolute manic pressure on the on their defenders. That's all they'd probably ask of him for the whole day, really. If you're only going to touch it 10 times, which we don't expect you to probably do any more than that, just put the score on the board and put pressure on. And, um, you know, that's all you can ask for. But I, I, I was I was interested. I, I actually thought um, if they were going to drop Lipinski for the grand final and bring John Noble in, hmm. and then you put Bo McCreary to the bench as the sub and bring Ginevan on because... You talk about swingmen. Well, Bo McCrew is a swingman. He's in form. So if you wanted to sub one of those tools out halfway through the third, if, bloke, if a bloke's blowing up in 28-degree heat, Jesus, mm. McCrew is a pretty good footballer to become a sub for you. So you're kind of robbing Peter to pay Paul. I just think John Noble is highly reliable across half-back. He had been all year. Um, he's, he, he's, he's the stiffest bloke all year, not from mm. playing in the grand final. Yeah, absolutely. Um, still is. So... I thought they may have gone with something like that. But, um, well, I'm pretty comfortable. I, I, I don't mind it. I mean, if, if, if he can kick, if he jags two quick goals early, I mean, they're on. Yep. They're on. And the winning percentage of him playing is actually extraordinarily high. So uh, I'm not saying he's the reason why they win games of footy, but um, if he can get them going early, then great. You know, if not, he'll probably get, you know what? He'll probably get subbed out. Second, third quarter, if he's not touching it. So you've lost, you've actually lost nothing for me. Yep. In that, yep. in that. Let's touch on uh, what a great effort it's been for both these teams, really, to get there. Uh, young uh, coaches that obviously haven't had the most experience. Um, you know, obviously, Brisbane have, have had a bit more experience now, but in saying that, still a, still a relatively young coach. Um, mm. When I say young coach, not so much age in years of coaching. Um, and then also McRae, what he's been able to do to to turn those boys around um, and give them belief, really, and, and let them play yeah. footy at the end of the day. And I yeah. think um, I reckon they're both kind of playing really uh, on impact and passion at the moment. Um, so we'll be it'll be a fantastic final. I, I think this is this is the one we all hoped kind of last year was, I guess, with, with Geelong. Um, and let's hope it's that. And it doesn't end up being a, a fizzer too early. Oh, I, I was always con- I was always concerned about Sydney last year in a grand final against a seasoned campaigner like Geelong. Yep. Um, Sydney ran in with a bit of form going into the finals, and that was great. Um, then uh, these two teams have been sold top two all year, and you're going to. I think you'll see that there's a bit of a difference to this grand final. I'd like to think compared to because neither team likes to throw the towel in when they're losing either. You think yep, about correct. it. Both teams, both teams are really good in close games. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm hoping it's just going to be an absolute cracker of a game. I think it will be. Um, you talk about experience with the coaches just really quickly. It was funny. Probably in the senior hotspot, well, they've got less than 10 years combined, um, or maybe 10 years now combined. Um, but Jesus, they both come from the Hawthorne factory. Um, McRae also spent time at Richmond. So, They've been under Clarko. They've been under Buddy Hardwick, and um, you know, I, I think they're. I think all of that. It goes to show that you've got to do your work first before you become a senior coach, and you get the right. You, you learn off the right people, then their their fortunes seem to happen. Seem to turn around a lot quicker than anyone else's. I'll look at. Right, just really quick. I'll go to Brad Scott. Brad Scott didn't really do an apprentice under anyone. Did the best he could at North Melbourne. Yep. 
I, I, I don't hold the same hope of turning things around quickly at Essendon in comparison to, you know, McRae at Collingwood. I mean, Collingwood, people forget, under Buckley, they were bottom four. Hmm. So um, what he's been able to do and turn them around has been extraordinary. Yep. Yeah, it definitely has. And, and it, the settling part for Brisbane um, is this, this uh, list they're going in with yep. unchanged for the grand yep. final. And I think that's uh, – we all talk about stability. Um, I mean, one one change here or there uh, for what Collingwood have done isn't going to make a massive difference, but it just talks about uh, being settled. Frampton, you know, is he the man? He has to deliver in this final. He can't be a weak link. He can't afford to be one. Um, hasn't played a final this se- this season. Um, so, yeah, let's let's see what happens, mate. But look, if it comes down to the last minute, like I'm hoping it does. Um, Let's get a tip off your lovey. Who, who? What's your thoughts? What happens in the last minute if it goes down at the last minute? Oh, I think Brisbane milk the clock in the last minute. I'm going to be boring. I think Brisbane been a professional machine all year. I think they milk that clock that last minute down because they're going to be up by about eight points. So for me, it's Brizzy by eight. Yeah. Okay. okay. I just think I'm they're the more complete team. Yep. I'm tipping uh, a close one. Um. What's, with, your, what's uh, your wild fantasy this this week, mate? Yeah, well, I'm I'm hoping uh, in the last fifteen seconds the ball comes out of the middle, unbelievably by Dagoe. Uh, as he's been fantastic all day. Yep. Kicked it down to a to Dacos, who's been um, injured and ends up in a pocket uh, in the last few seconds and takes a mark in the last few seconds to to. Uh, to have a kick after the siren. So that's what's going to happen. Um, Does he kick it? They're five points down, Collingwood, at this stage. <laughs> There's lots of nervous Collingwood supporters around, as are Brisbane for that matter. Brisbane has been the better team for the day. Uh, then it's the big question. He's in the pocket. Is it the runaround? Is, obviously, it can't be the runaround kick, but is it the snap style kick or is it the front on? Uh, st- standard drop kick uh, that we'd all hope to expect. Um, anyway, it is turns out it is the drop kick, but hits the post, and they lose by three points. So there, there it is, mate. Um, <laughs> so the big dream of the Dacos dream uh, doesn't come to reality. But like in all I seriousness, um, oh, obviously wish both teams all the best and. Uh, I know it's a cliche to say, may the best team win, but in this case, uh, Collingwood have done and probably enough pain for now. They've they've been out of it for long enough, um, as ha- as have Brisbane, I think. And I think all, all we'd like to see, uh, Lovey, is, is just a little bit of this flashback to uh, 2004. Oh, Lynch boxing on with Wakeland now. Watch this. It's going to develop. 2-2, two, two, 14 lines, 3-4, oh! Swinging left and right. And he's and amazing. The are there. It's a world championship fight. This is extraordinary. Lynch is just What a day that was. Oh, my God. It's still... I, you don't condone it, obviously, but that was just... That was just amazing to actually be watching at that point in time. Yeah. Because you hadn't seen it prior to that for, oh God, I don't know how many years in the grand final. Probably get back to 
1990s were grand final, I suppose. But um, two thousand. Yeah, wow. Like you, blokes. Oh, no, two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Longy, Longy set off the, the demons. They were a bit, bit pissed off with what he did to Troy Simmons, and off they went. So, yep, Schwarter, Schwarter, I think Schwarter suplexed Jimmy Hurd. His body slammed Matthew Lloyd. He's he yeah. kind of about the best thing he did all day for poor Schwarter. So, yeah, um, yeah, bit of that. Why not? Yeah, yeah. All right. Just before we switch codes for two seconds, we're just going to. Um, Quick shout out to uh, Captain Cuz, who's made the road trip down to fabulous Frankston, mate, and just can't get any internet working down there. So a big shout out to uh, Mrs. Curran, who who was who, who was trying to get on the show and give us her tip for the for the year. I know she's a passionate demon, but in this case, um, well, we don't know. We don't know which allegiance she's going to give us. So Cuz, let us know who's who she's tipped. But uh, who knows? Uh, for us, I've tipped the Brisbane. Yep. And you've got Brisbane too. Brisbane. So, yep, Brisbane. I know Cuz will upset us, and I'm sure he won't get on the pies. So, um, no, he won't get you know, on the pies. Yeah, he has got Brisbane, but he typically if Cuz, no margin, Cuz. Come on, mate. We'll ask you one one question, mate. Get on to us. We need to teach him. We need to teach him how to how you can actually log on to this via your phone. Yeah, correct. Oh, I mean, think I, is it? I, I couldn't have done much more other than turn it on for him, so. Cuz, you haven't delivered, mate. We've uh, we've done a lot of things to move this podcast around for you. Um, anyway, we'll worry about it. Uh, Let's move on quickly, Lovey, yep. and switch allegiances to our other love, NRL. And now this is the big one. We're only going to spend a couple minutes on NRL because we yep. probably don't go as deep in NRL, let's face it, as we do in the AFL discussions. So it is going to be um, – oh, the, que- the big question is, is can they go the three-peat? Penrith Panthers, uh, incredible team. Can can this legacy continue and can they be probably one of the greatest NRL teams ever? Oh, they'll be the greatest if they win three. I mean, when was the last time that, that was done in the NRL? Yeah. Certainly, I can't recall it in the modern era. Um, no. You'd almost be going back to the 70s maybe with the Western Suburbs or something like that. Um, no. Or was it Eastern Suburbs in the early 80s? I think. Think off the top of my head. Otherwise, it's St George's eleven in a row back in the sixties. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, look, if if they get the three peat in such a and their competition is so much more uh, even, if if you know what I mean. Like they they've they've got um, twelve to thirteen teams every single year that are clamouring for the eight. Their their top eight in comparison to ours and. Um, you know, being low-scoring type of sport, anything can happen on any given night in that competition. So I think um, if they get the three-peat, that's phenomenal. It, it, you, you've got to give it the, are they the greatest team of all time? I mean, certainly the modern era, they'd have to be. And I I think I think they do get it done. Um, yep. you know, they're, 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 just, they're just seasoned. You know, Brisbane are coming through. They're dynamic. They're young. They've, they've got a lot of... Uh, some seasoned players. I mean, um, the boy from oh, his name escapes me. They got, they, got, they got the boy two years ago from the Rabbitohs. Um, their captain. He, he's been a great acquisition for them. This is his last crack, I su- I'd suggest. But yeah. you know, you got Reese Walsh floating around. I mean, he's just an absolute superstar. But um, sometimes those young fellas can come unstuck, and sometimes they need to lose one before they win one. So. 
I just think it's Penrith by about two converted tries for me. I think they get it done. Won't be comfortable. I think it'll be still a game by the 70th minute, but I think Penrith probably just milk everything they need to for that last 10 minutes and we'll get the win. Yeah. By the way, the bloke behind you, the bloke behind you for Penrith there, Cleary, he's... He's, he's easily the best player in the game. I know he doesn't get that accolade, and I know Ponga won Dally in the other night. Yep. But no Cleary, no Penrith. As much as they're three-peat and as much as they're a great team, if he doesn't play, they don't, they don't win things. That's, that, that's that simple. Yeah, look, I, I think you're right, mate. Um, they're an incredible incredible club, both of them. Um, but yep. Yeah, I think, uh, I think he goes down as one of the greatest of all time, to be perfectly honest, um, right now. Cleary, and this will probably cement it. Um, and in my thoughts, he he kicks the big conversion that wins in the game, mate. That, so I think it's going to be a close one. It's very much going to be a game of back lines for me, and I think it opens up real late uh, in this one. So I'm hoping for a real close weekend of sport, which, yeah. will, be, which will be incredible to watch. I mean, the three-peat, the other, the other thing, Ivan Cleary. I mean, yeah. if, if he gets a three-peat, where does he sit amongst all the, the the greatest coaches of all time as well? You know, like, he's got to be up there with Bellamy if he can get a three-peat. Um, yeah, yep. No, and the only bloke I see in front of him is Wayne Bennett. I don't think anyone's passing Wayne Bennett in this code for a very long time. Um, yep. oh, unless, unless this mob will win another two or three under Ivan anyway. But, yeah, he's, he's, he's obviously a very, very good coach. Yeah. I think, um, look, this Brisbane team, there's a lot to be said for, uh, we discussed uh, this guy behind me, Adam Reynolds, this side. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, he's unbelievable. I mean, both yeah. of these guys that, that are next to me here, I've brought up both captains. Um, incredible, uh, let's face it. So we wish that game all the best as well. Uh, looking forward to it. Our, my storm and uh, didn't get, couldn't get it done and, and your... Uh, your boys were miles off, let's face it. Mate, we were, yeah. mate, we were playing goal sink and piss <laughs> yeah. for yeah. about four weeks now. A bit of work to do, but uh, are they on the trip to Vegas for next year? Actually, yeah, probably. The truth be told, they've probably been sinking piss since about July. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, look, dragons will do dragon things. They'll probably make the eight next year, and then the following year they spoon it, and then who knows? But, um, yeah, your boys. Jesus, that was that was a bit rough last one. Yeah, it's um, a bit of a fall from was grace. It coming? To be honest. But I was think, it coming? Yeah, look, I think it was coming. Brisbane are way too good up there. It's very similar yeah. to the, the Brisbane Lions in the AFL. Uh, they've been an absolute powerhouse, massive home ground advantage, even though the Warriors had played a bit up there uh, in the last couple of years, been away from home for COVID. Um, yeah, look, it's, they're, they're a great team uh, on a great deck. And they're definitely, mm. I think they're about a season too early for Brisbane. Um, yep. But I think if anyone can, you know, rally those troops and steer the ship, it's it's Reynolds. Uh, and then we've got, you've got the power of some of those young blokes coming through, Reese Walsh in particular, that could absolutely light this game up. So uh, the hard part is getting through that Penrith wall, as we know, and um, they're going to be really hard to stop Penrith. So good luck to both teams once again. Yeah. The only thing that stops Penrith next year is if, if there's any retirements after the tomorrow after Sunday night. Yep. If they've, if they've got to do a bit of a rebuild, they probably they're probably due. To be fair, but 
they've obviously got a good structure in place. So they're, they're still going to contend next year anyway. So, yep. Yep. All right, mate. We're, uh, thanks for jumping on today. We wish both teams the best. Obviously, your comment there in relation to the legacy, there's some unbelievable legacy names uh, at Brisbane. Um, there's some brilliant, I was gonna go brilliant Hol- names come through Collingwood as well, though, mind you. I was going to go Holy Trinity with uh, Gastev Champion and Zanotti, but I couldn't forget Martin Leslie. I mean, you know, I mean, they're the, they're the OGs of Brisbane. Let's face it. We've yeah, got to, absolutely. You know, do it for them. Do yep. it for them, boys. Yep, I think. You know, uh, don't worry about don't worry about your Essendon heritage, Joey. You've already burnt that to a cinder. So you might as well uh, you might as well just um, you know do it for those older blokes that, that that propped up Brisbane for so many years out of a tin shed in Carrara and and uh, get the win and stop yep. calling off and getting sixteen. Yeah. Uh, and just before we finish, I can't finish without uh, a little update on your BMX Bandit adventure. That you've just been on, mate. Is that is that happened yet, or is it about to happen? Little word. No, 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 no. All done, mate. All done. We, we went to a couple, no broken bones. We a, no, we went to a couple of tracks, and um, yeah, I, look, there's a couple of corners I forgot how to turn every now and again. It takes a little <laughs> while to get used to your bike. But, um, no, it was all right. It was all right. There was a couple of jumps too where you go and then you kind of fit, all of a sudden the handlebars have already hit the turf, and you go, oh shit. So you nearly put your sternum through the handlebars, but um, ah, it was good fun, mate. Had a lot of fun. Young fella liked it. So, um, yeah, we'll probably do that with a lot of good weather floating coming coming through now. If we're not doing beach, we'll probably go find a couple of BMX trails. He really liked it. So, yeah, it was awesome. good value. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, dude. no, all, all clear, mate. There's no no ambos, no many bank private, just <laughs> teeth are still there. Beautiful. Yeah, so, yeah, happy days. Beautiful. Um, and yeah. thanks to Cuz for a uh, couple of text messages at least, Cuz. That's the least you could do. So, um, sure shout just, for the just beers. Wanna, just want to say, uh, everyone, do it safely tomorrow as well. Obviously, enjoy the day, but uh, don't drink and drive. Please don't drink and drive. Uh, and look after your mates. Look after the guys that are around you because they're probably going to be looking after you as well. So, everyone do the right thing and really enjoy it. Should be a fun day. Beautiful, mate. Well said. Um, let's enjoy this weekend. You've Everyone's hopefully enjoyed today and, and gone out of their way to see kind of someone they hadn't seen for a little while, had a chat to someone. Uh, most importantly, get around someone that may not be seeing the grand final with someone else. Just give them a call and or a text and and say, you know, what well, do we think? Do we think Cars will get to see the grand final tomorrow after today's shenanigans? Well, I think Cars is uh, it's going to be on. Like electricity in Frankston. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, come on, Mrs. Cars. I hope you paid the power bill by the sound of it. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, and we look forward to getting you on next year for maybe a chat on a pre-season deal with the Demons and see how well we can go for next year. Until yeah. then, all the best, lovey. Good Catch stuff, mate. Look after yourself. See you see later, you, guys. <laughs>